is holding on Ain't even picking up my phone It's hard enough to be Hard enough to stay Hard enough to be alone I'm just trying to move alone Sometimes I do and then I don't Tell me what I'm doing wrong Tell myself that it ain't helping Second guessing it don't help me I'm so tired of feeling empty Find my eyes Seems like I'm always against me. Seems like this is never ending. And I refuse to let it end me. Mentally, spiritually, oh, physically, I need my peace. Oh, I need my Hello, 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 and welcome back to my channel. It is your girl Chantel Barbara, the Kingdom Coach Minister. Just coming through. And want to do a little Tuesday's Truth, okay? We're going to call this Tuesday's Truth, um, except the rejection. So, first of all, for those of you who don't know me, I am a professional life coach for the kingdom of God. I'm just here to serve for the Lord, amen, to do as he's asked and call of me, amen. Took a couple of days off to recap and rejuvenate. I'm back here just coming through and... Feeding you guys with some amazing topics, naturally as well as spiritually, trying to continue to help feed the body of God, the best of my knowledge. Amen. God is always good. I'm just grateful that he has used me as one of his vessels to be able to minister to the body of Christ, uh, naturally, spiritually, wholeheartedly, emotionally, etc. God is always good and he's always, you know, just ministering to me every day. So I'm grateful for that. Glory be to God. Amen. For those of you who are not following me on YouTube, go check me out. I am the Kingdom Coach Minister, the D-A Kingdom, K-I-N-G, D-O-M, Coach, C-O-A-C-H Minister. You can find me. Feel free to like, share, and comment. And don't forget to hit that notify bell so that you guys can be notified each and every time I drop new content. Amen. So, once again, I am coming through. This is a Truth Tuesday, okay? So, talking about rejection. Okay, so I, if I have to be completely honest, I had a issue with, I've learned over the years that I had an issue with being rejected, okay? And the reason why I say that, I, I'm not going to say I had an issue with being rejected because I felt like that I'm just, you know, superthebomb.com and, you know, that I felt like any guy that I talked to, I suppose, you know, get a conversation out of or any guys try to holler at I suppose to get a response from or whatever the case may be but I will say that um <clears throat> now now that I'm sitting back and I'm reanalyzing a lot of things and a lot of relationships especially my previous relationship I have to be very clear when I say that because that relationship really showed me my true self when it came to um rejection and not being able to accept rejection and so um a lot of people don't know but for those of you who do who's familiar with me I was in a basically I was in a three and a three plus like a little over a three year emotional roller coaster of a what you would call a relationship with a guy out here okay and truth is truth is because this is the Tuesday's truth Truth is, um, in the very beginning, 
Um, things had hit off kind of quick with us. I'm just going to give you a little feedback. Things kind of hit off a little quick with us. You know, we started off, you know, real, real smooth. And then about two and a half months into the relationship, he decided that he wanted to be just friends. Okay, so him just wanting to be, him wanting to just be friends, I, I was actually like, okay with that in the beginning. I was like, okay, you know, we could just be friends. But I wasn't okay with it because the thing that uh, caught me, I believe more so than anything, was the idea of him wanting to be friends and him telling me he was like, well, we just be friends um, and and get to know each other more because I believe we move too fast. And I, I agree with that because I can say, okay, we were kind of moving a little fast with, you know, the way we were demonstrating things um, in the beginning, you know wasn't any sex involved, but it was just like in the beginning, it was just, um, basically, you know, hanging out with each other and, you know, just, you know, just, we were just like in that honeymoon stage, you know, but we were like really, 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 really like entwined with each other, like really feeling each other, vibing one another for the most part. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I did introduce him to my kids very early on and my kids actually fell in love with them as well. And... My kids were liking him to a point where my baby girl had began to, you know, um, call him, so you know, use the word stepdad when mentioning him to other kids at school. And so um, he found out about it because this is a small community and um, he worked at a local um, community hall out here, like a community station for the kids to come for like an after school community um, place where kids come and they, you know, do little activities for after school. And so he had a, a relationship with a lot of the kids from different schools out here. And so um, one of the kids had told him that my baby girl had told him that she said he was her stepdad. And he was like, he found it very, uh, I mean, you know, he, he kind of blushed about it. He was, you know, he, he found it kind of cute. You know, it actually kind of like, you know what I'm saying, gave him a look. Um, he's like, oh, okay, that's cute. I like that. He didn't get upset about it. Um, he actually accepted it. He allowed her to do it. He actually gave himself that title um, and vice versa. And so, you know, so very early on, you know, it was a stepdad thing with, with the way they uh, would go about the introduction of each other or when they seen each other, it, the present, how he presented himself to her, how she presented herself to him, but it was mainly my baby girl. Now, my son, he eventually jumped on the way and back and was doing it as well. My oldest daughter, she's always dealt with one, rejection issues because of the lack of trust that she had with the relationship with her father, okay? So she wasn't so adamant to say stepdad. She just called him for what he was, which was by his name. And so, um, you know, things start moving on, you know, real graciously. We were, we were having a movie night with the kids, gang night, you know, just just like having a ball, like the lottery. And so, I don't know what happened between us meeting in February of 2019 and the middle of April of 2019 that caused... Um, him to basically change, have a have a have a switch of rule. He changed up. He was like, I don't want to be friends. I mean, in a relationship anymore. I think we're moving too fast. 
I don't know. He was like, I think it's just best that we just be friends. And so I was like, okay. He was like, we can just go try this friend thing first. And I was like, okay. So he asked, he put me in a friend zone. He put me in a friend zone. Now, in the beginning, I was okay with it. After like the first, and I, I, and I, I know I might've said we were together two and a half months before he did that, but from February to the 16th to like the end of April, we were all the way up to the end of April, we were in a relationship. Actually, no, all the way up into May. It was May. It was May when he decided to want to just be friends. So we were in a relationship for two months, two and a half months. Right after, right before Mother's Day. Right before Mother's Day. Okay, so um, he said, you know, I think we're moving too fast. I think we just need to be friends. You know, this, this, this. And I was like, okay, cool. So once again, I accepted that at, at the beginning. And I, I and I shouldn't have accepted that. I'm just gonna let. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna put it out there. I shouldn't have accepted that because. At the age I was then, I knew what I wanted and I knew what I was looking for. Just like now, I know what I want and I know what I'm looking for. The only difference between then and now was I'm way more, um, I'm way more stern with it. I'm way more stern with it and I'm, I'm keeping it, it's where, it is what it is with me now. But, um, back then, I accepted it, I think, because I actually thought that this could possibly be the one and that things could actually be can go in the right direction for us. I wasn't I didn't have a thought a thought in my mind at one at that point that it would be just a friendship for ever. Like I just thought that okay, we'll be friends for a little moment and then we'll eventually, you know, jump into, you know, a relationship. Because I have no problem with being friends first. I think being friends is an absolutely beautiful thing. But that's only if you have friends with the intentions on being in a relationship with the intentions on eventually marrying. Because that's the goal for me. For me. And I would think that that would be the goal for a lot of other people. And especially men and women of God that are in a church that are trying to serve for the Lord. And that are over a certain age bracket. I would think that. But I'm, I mean, hey, I don't know everything, right? Nevertheless... And he was older than me, much older, seven years older to be exact. <laughs> so he actually just had a birthday and just turned 44, I want to say, and I just turned 37. Okay, so I'm going to try to make this as long as, long story short. But so nevertheless, when we got ready to decide to um, take this route as friends, I accepted it. I accepted the friendship, but I instantly lost myself. I lost myself instantly uh, when he decided that he wanted to be friends with me because of rejection. A rejection. So, basically, when he told me he wanted to be my friend, you guys, I... Just knew once again that we were going to take this to a whole nother level. We're going to jump from friends to relationships, blah, 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 you know, whatever. It was already um, in the making where he was coming over, hanging out, having family night with me and the kids, letting the kids call him stepdaddy, you know, uh, taking on that that uh, title as a stepdad, you know, telling other kids in the in the um, local um community after school community hall that he worked at that 
you know, there were his stepkids telling different people that he's seen around town, you know, these were his stepkids, et cetera. So I just knew that things were going to just, you know, um, you know, go on a good path with us, but they didn't. And so after maybe like three months, maybe four months later of the friendship zone, um, I started seeing red. I started noticing that I knew after like maybe I'm going to say once Christmas that year came, once Christmas that year came, I knew, I knew that this man didn't want anything more than just a friendship with me. He's not, he was never willing to take it to another level with me. And I stayed around because I feared the thought of rejecting. I did I fear, I feared rejection. I, was I was wasn't willing to be rejected by him I was willing to lose myself to put myself in a position to be acceptable to him to stop him from rejecting me so basically I was submitting and I was I was uh under subjection to a certain degree um mentally and I was willing to submit um naturally and, and on other levels uh, to him in order to show him and prove to him that I was willing to change so that he could eventually change his mind about not wanting to be my friend and wanting to take me to another level because the thought of him rejecting me did something to me. So in order to stop from feeling like I was being rejected by this man, I I was losing myself trying to keep him, get him to um, give me more than what he was willing to give me, what I wanted out of him, which was a relationship. And so I, um, he was, he was Pentecostal. He's a Pentecostal guy. So he's like church of God in Christ and a lot of their biological bylaws and stuff, how they operate, how they look at the Bible it's completely different for me. I'm non-denomination. I'm Christian. You know, we we have a relationship with God, and it, it was more like a religion standpoint for him. So they believed in holiness, and so I'm not knocking anybody for you know having those bylaws or feeling that way or anything like that. I'm talking about my truth. I'm speaking the truth. I'm speaking how I how I'm having a, a vulnerable moment right now with my family here on my podcast. I'm not trying to have a debate with anybody. So if you come into my my email <laughs> or message me uh, trying to debate with me, you might not get what you're looking for because I'm not going to debate with you, okay? Um, I have bigger things to do than to debate with somebody about how they feel about certain things versus how I feel about certain things versus how things are being done, period. Amen. just want to put that out there. <clears throat> but what I will say is so... By him having those those beliefs, that belief system, it was a lifestyle for him. He grew up that way. Grew up in the church. Father's the pastor. Father is the pastor of the congregation that he's a, that he's a, he attends. And so, <clears throat> what ended up happening was, I noticed and I started hearing certain things because this is a small town and everybody knows everybody out here in this small town. So I started noticing a lot of things. And one of the things that I noticed was, um. He like a natural, he, he told me this, but he didn't tell me in a way where he was like, well, when he met me, that's just for starters, when he met me, <clears throat> when he met me, I had on 
lashes, I think some hazel contacts. I had a little eyeliner underneath my eyes. I don't wear makeup. I just wear like eyeliner, lips, lip gloss, or maybe a little lipstick. I don't wear that powder, the foundation, and I don't do all that that other stuff. I just pretty much keep it real simple with eyeliner, lipstick, contact lashes, and that's it. I wear my wigs. Um, every now and then I wear my wigs, have my wigs. I had a hair full of natural hair before I cut it. Um, it's still thick. It's just not as long, but I just choose to wear my wigs here and there and, you know, just want to, you know, dazzle myself up every now and then with my little cute little distressed jeans, you know, tops and stuff. And so I wasn't, I wasn't holy enough, a holy enough woman um, for him to take home to his father. So a lot of times they look at women like me, the way I dress as a Jezebel, because I, you know, don't dress the way they think is you should dress or dresses every day. Basically, I like to wear my nails long. I like to wear different colors on my nails. I like my nails to be, you know, designed or however I want to do it, you know, um, once again, the lashes, you know, I like to wear more than one color in my hair, maybe blonde and blonde and brown or black and brown. And, you know, I like to wear my braids sometimes long, sometimes shoulder length. And, you know, all of that was a kind of sort of uh, an issue with um, how he, his projective of how he was raised in the church, like his, his, his um, belief system. And it was more so like a... Um, a lifestyle for him. And so despite the fact that he gravitated to me in the beginning, um, I think that what ended up happening was we didn't get a chance to know who each other was on certain levels. And so that caused, you know, a lot of things to manifest, you know, kind of a lot of confusion, you know what I'm saying? Kind of confusion kind of came into play Um, and so I don't think that to a certain extent we were equally yoked because he had his way of believing how things should be done, his belief system. And then I had mine, but we still both love God, believe in God, went to church, you know, was faithful in our churches, had, um, were in a leadership positions at our church and all of that stuff. And so, um, so back to the story at hand. So nevertheless, um, I knew that after a while of being around him, how he preferred his woman to be in order for, I felt like, okay, so I know he like a natural woman. So I eventually started changing. I, I went to Chicago one year and I gave, matter of fact, it was that same year before we even met up and talked and um, talked about like, being just, um, being just friends. I had went that May to go visit my mom for her birthday. May she rest in peace. And, um, I gave all my wigs away to a cousin, to one of my cousins. And when I came back, my mind was, I was ready to be under, under this subject, under this man's, under what he wanted me to be. I was willing to, um, submit to him and the areas that he needed or wanted to get that full closure relationship up out of him to stop from being rejected from him because I felt rejected and I didn't like the feeling of feeling rejected. So 
I lost myself in the process of that as well because what ended up happening was I ended up, um, I ended up, um, you know, losing my identity. You know, I lost my identity. Um, I began to change on so many different levels because I was, I, I, at, throughout the three years that we were together, I gave that man to to some extent, even if it wasn't all the time, it might've just been once, it might've just been twice, it might've been all the time, but every aspect of me, I gave him naturally, spiritually, physically, financially, wholeheartedly, emotionally, I gave myself to that man. And once again, it might not have, it may not have been, um, all the time and for all of those different aspects of me, but it was at one point in time throughout the three years and some change that we were on and off together, on and off involved, I gave him a, at least a part of me at least once. One of those aspects, at least once, if not multiple. And I was willing to, I lost myself. I, I completely lost my identity. I lost my self-worth. Um, I, I completely did a 360 Almost to a certain extent, because um, I was willing to do that based off the fact of wanting this man to accept me so that I wouldn't be rejected by him because he rejected me and I didn't like that feeling of being rejected. Being rejected hurted me to a point where <clears throat> I lost me trying to be re- accepted from a man that was rejecting me and I didn't understand why (laughs) I didn't understand why the crazy part about it is is that when he was reject the more he rejected me the more I gave him a part of me oh I lost me trying to give him a part of me that that's what I want to say I lost me trying to give him a part of me because he was he kept rejecting me and I kept asking him like you know what do you want from me like what what is it what 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 can I what is it that you want me to do you know and at one point I had um for like six months we stopped talking for like six whole months flat no contact no forms of contact at all no nothing as small as this town is, I, I didn't even see him around this town barely, but probably like twice within those six months. And that was like a high and by. I think I saw him once at a gas station and once at a park event that they was having at the park out here. And that was it. And so that was just like a, wasn't even a stop and having a conversation type thing. It was just like a high and by basically. And so I began to star back um i missed him and i was setting myself up for failure going back with somebody that gave me the same energy that they had gave me prior it was wasn't nothing changed and so <clears throat> so that december after we we decided to talk about the just being friends thing. And I was just like sitting here and I was sitting in like in hopes of like saying, okay, we could just be friends. But I know eventually this man is going to want me. I mean, why not? I'm smart. I'm beautiful. Um, I have a good head on my shoulder. Um, 
I'm clean, I'm outgoing, I'm funny, I'm God-fearing, um, <clears throat> I'm working on some, you know, every, he's seeing where I was coming from, he's seeing what I had going on, not just naturally, but spiritually, funny. I mean, every part of me, he's seen exactly what I had going on, and why would he not want to let something like, one like me, be a part of his life, you know what I'm saying, and so, I, um, I was like, eventually he will, he'll come around, you know, he'll come around. So that was May. So June for Father's Day, I ended up taking him out for Father's Day, took him out to eat, took him to get his toes like panicured up because he worked a lot. And um, we had had a conversation and he basically was like, um, I'm like, if you don't want to be in this relationship, then why are you here? Like, why are you still playing the role of a relationship if you don't want one? He was like, because you, um, because you're doing it and you don't, and I don't want to reject, I don't want to tell you no, basically. And I'm like, well, you told me you didn't want to be my, my man and didn't care about hurting my feelings. So why would you care about hurting my feelings in any other area? I mean, you've already hurt my feelings enough. So he was like, well, for now on, I want to have nothing from you, this and that. So... July came, I don't think we really we talked much. August came, I think he hung out with my daughter because she broke her ankle that year. And he wanted to be supportive of her because, once again, he's always been, like, trying to be supportive with the kids. And that's another thing. I felt like he had more of a relationship with them than he did with me. And that was another thing I couldn't understand. You know, for the life of me, I was like, how could you have a relationship with God and not Jesus? <laughs> I'm just, I mean... Or Jesus and not God. I mean, that's like a package deal. That That's like, that comes hand in hand, you know. And being a Christian man, being a Christian individual, I thought that he would, you know, understand, like, on a biblical knowledge, like, this is how it looks. This is how it sounds, not coming out of the, on a, on a uh, spiritual, biblical term. So let's just translate this into something natural so that you can be able to understand what I'm trying to ask, you know, without it being so, you know, making it sound like I'm just being like, you know, controlling or overbearing or whatever. And he still was just like, oh, I don't have anything to do with it. And, you know, this and this and that. I'm like, okay, whatever. So, nevertheless, um, and I'm going to try to chop this up because I'm almost running into a 30-minute uh, interview right now at this point. But, so, another thing. Um, after that, after the August and he was spending a little time, he came out to the restaurant that we had for my daughter for her birthday. She turned, uh, I think... I'm going to say she was 16. Yeah, 16. Okay, so then that was August. So then September, um, nothing really major. October, we, I ended up going over there to take him a plate. And we pretty much got into it to a point where he put me at his house. It's like, get out, you know, put me out. I was like, okay, whatever. And so November came and I ended up, um, he knew that I had bought him some stuff for Christmas because he had seen it under the tree. And he seen his stocking cap hanging up above our tree because around Thanksgiving, we always put our tree up. And at this time, I had the temporary guardianship of one of my sister's daughters. So she was in the picture for a while. She had been in the picture the entire Since we met, she was already always, always, already there when I met him. She was already in the picture. Um, and nevertheless... He came over, took some pictures with the kids, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then the kids were telling him he had gifts under the tree. And he was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, me and mommy and all of us, we bought you gifts under the, for the tree and this and that. 
and he was like, um, and this was like the, the, this was like the, um, icebreaker. I don't know why after this, I just didn't say, you know what, this is it. I'm done. I'm done trying. But I, once again, I didn't, I, it's something about rejection that I, I wasn't able to accept it. I wasn't, I wasn't willing to accept the rejection that this man was giving me. I swear I wasn't. And, um, so because of that, um, once again, November came, he knew about the gifts, this and that. Okay. So then when December came and he got ready to bring the gifts over to the, over to the house to exchange gifts with the kid, you know, with everybody, um, he opened up, you know, all of the gifts that they gave him and then he gave them their gifts and they opened them up and he hugged them and he left and he didn't give me anything, not a gift, not a Christmas card. He didn't give me nothing. I mean, he didn't give me anything at all. And I went into my room. I remember going into my room and I remember bawling. After he left, I just walked out of the living room and I didn't want my kids to see me cry. And I walked into my room and I began to just start bawling in tears. And my oldest daughter, she instantly knew. She was like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. She's like, no, yes, it is because that was wrong. Why would he come over here and not, you know, bring you nothing? That was wrong. And she was all upset and she was in her feelings. And I was like, it's okay. And she's like, no, it's not. I'm like, yes, it is. It's okay. And I blocked him from everything. I blocked him from my cell phone and, you know, he got an attitude. He was supposed to come back over there later on that day and did something with my son, hung out with my son. I told him not to come. Oh, it was the next day, actually. I told him not to come. And I was just, like, hurt. I was just, like, hurt, hurt. But once again, this is a Tuesday's truth. And the truth of the matter was I... Just had an issue with rejection. And so looking back at that relationship that I had with him, that's only like some of, that's like the first year. <laughs> that was just like, I just got y'all to run through of the first year of us dating. I haven't even jumped until January of 2020. <laughs> um, so, but never, I haven't even gotten to the whole entire, like one year to date, but I did get through 2019. But if you're talking about January 2020, that's another story. But once again, all of the different, that was the very first straw that broke the camel's back. Like, to not receive anything. He was like, he just wants to be friends. And I'm thinking like, so you, you've been telling me you want to be just friends since May. Here it is December and we still are not even friends. And I think that's another thing that hurt me because I was looking for something out of this man that legitimately... He didn't have to give and I wasn't looking at, I wasn't looking at trying to get it from God. I was trying to get it from this man, trying to get this, this love from this man, trying to get this support from this man, trying to get comfort from this man, trying to get, you know what I'm saying? Intimacy on an intimacy level and not just intimacy, but intimacy from this man, you know, because you can always have intimacy without intimacy, you know, for those of you understand, understand. And so, you know, it, it kind of like, um, bothered me when I couldn't even get the small things from him like a Christmas card for Christmas because once again we're friends right and so that was a, that the, that rejection part of me was screaming down on the inside because I felt rejected on not even just a girlfriend level but a friendship level 
And despite the fact he was telling me he just wanted to be friends, I'm like, no, you don't. You don't want to be friends with me. So I had a hard time understanding why he, how, why he was there. And I was like, well, maybe, you know, it's me. So I once again began to start changing me. I changed the, the way I talk. He, and, and it was crazy because certain way, words I would use, if I didn't pronounce them right, he would correct me and I would let him. And I was willing to do that. I was willing to, like... I would always make sure I used the correct pronunciation, uh, you know, the correct uh, words when being around him. I always made sure, like, I didn't have on contacts or lashes. Or after a while, um, I kept my hair toned down to a certain degree. Like, I, was, I literally was willing to change for this man. The way I walked, the way I talked, the way I dressed, the way I looked, everything. Every, my, every mood was built around what I felt like was acceptable to him so that I can get him to accept me because I, something deep down inside of me, uh, could not accept the rejection that he was giving me. And it was eating me up so bad. And it was draining me mentally. It was draining me spiritually. It was draining me emotionally. It was draining me financially. It was draining me wholeheartedly. It was draining me in every aspect of my life it was draining me so bad because he just would not open up to me and give me the full understanding of what he really wanted from me as a whole and I felt like he didn't want a friendship because he didn't even demonstrate that but he said he did and I was already full aware that he didn't want a relationship because he made that very clear in the pretty much in the beginning and I was like, you know, well, maybe I didn't do something right. And I was blaming myself. I was blaming myself for, you know, the things that was going wrong in the, in the friendship slash relationship. I was blaming myself. And I would cry at night and, you know, I would ask the Lord why. And it was just so much that came with that. And so, you know, truth is, truth is, you guys, I'm going to let you go, but truth is, um... Knowingly knowing now that I'm able to accept rejection more now, it, it's, it's coming with a lot of growth. And I've been talking about growth lately. I've been talking about a lot of growth, a lot of growth. I'm um, speaking about growth. And so it's talking about a lot of growth. It's talking about, it just does a lot. It's, do, it's doing a lot of um, cleansing in me. And, I'm, 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 and I want to do that because... You know, when God gave to send me that man, I want to be open for that man to be able to come in and receive him. But I had to be able to let go of some things. And so we're talking about not, you know, I, I just had a hard time accepting, accepting rejection. And I hurt myself trying to please this man. I hurt myself in the process. I lost myself. I hurt myself. I beat myself up. It took me a long time to get back on track with me and find who I am, find Chantel, know who Chantel is, know Chantel's worth. So never, you know, be open to rejection. It's okay to, for somebody to tell you no or for somebody not to want to accept you for who you is. Be open to that. That reject that that rejection that he gave me, I never thought that it would hurt as bad as it did until I started like realizing how so quick, I was willing to change for somebody just to get them to accept me for who I was. Well, to accept me. Not even for who I was, but to accept me. 
So I changed the way I walked and everything to be able to basically get that, get, get, get approval from him. I wanted to be accepted, accepted to him, acceptable. I wanted him to accept me, but I didn't want him to accept me for who I was. I wanted him to accept me for who he wanted me to be because it was the only way I felt like at that moment that he wouldn't reject me as a woman, that he would accept me as a woman or he accept me as a friend or he just accept me. And no matter what I did, it wasn't good enough because he never accepted me. He rejected me from the very moment he told me he wanted to just be my friend. It was a rejection right then and there. And I was crazy enough to stick around. Even after all the red flags, I stuck around and I stuck around and I stuck around and I stuck around. And once again, I gave that man, if not more than once, once, um, at least one time, if not multiple times, every aspect of me, naturally, spiritually, physically, financially, wholeheartedly, every aspect of me, I gave it to him emotionally. I gave it to him. And the way things get demonstrated after I gave them to me was heartbreaking for me because after all was said and done, I was hurt. I hurt me. I lost myself. Let's not lose ourselves trying to worry about why somebody don't want to accept us for who we are. Learn how to accept rejection. Learn how to accept no. And, you know, move forward because it's not worth it. I, um, I'm speaking from experience. These are my truths. Um, I know I'm probably going to have to come back and do a part two of this because it's more from where this came from. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in with me. This is your girl, Chantel Barber, the Kingdom Coach Minister. Um, I thank you guys for tuning in with me on today, Tuesday, on this Tuesday, which is our <laughs> Tuesday's Truth. I do not own the rights to this music. Mary J. Blige, Good Morning Gorgeous was our opening credit. She's going to take us out. You guys be blessed. Listen, I love you. I love you. I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. And I will talk to you later, Lord willing. Don't forget to go check me out on YouTube, you guys. I haven't dropped any content, but I will be dropping some new content lately. You guys be blessed now.